0: So how it works with, with my with my role, I'm, I'm on a seven-week um, I Roughly, it's a bit like the fire service or the police, I do four days on, four days off. Mm-hmm. Um, either a day shift, um, so I'll be 6.30 in the morning till 6.30 at night, or the night shift will be the, the other way around, so mm-hmm. 8.30 at night. Sorry, 6.30 at night till 6.30 in the morning. Um, with that, they're long 12 hours. However, really lucky that um, I've got you know, my I work it together as a team, and I manage to do all my meal prep before my run of four shifts. So this is key. So now, I I bring mm-hmm. Sam back into the conversation. She assists really with all the meal prep, uh, making sure Steph is helped around the house, and then I go to work. Everyone makes fun of me at work, but I've got my little kind of like my sandwich box, all my tupperwares. Maybe I should get like a, tupper, you. a, tupper away, you. a Tupperware sponsor. <laughs> a tupperware king. We made this joke earlier because we
1: was actually before we, we we had met up, we were talking about, you know, being within the paramedic service. Obviously, I know you're more of an elite level of what you're doing, but you often do find more so, more so those that are on the ambulance call. Their nutrition is not great. No. You know, they are on the road quite a lot and they do have a highly stressful job. Isn't it, is it an excuse? I'm not so sure because obviously you're the exception to it and, and you can make sure it happens, so why climb anyone else? But I was making jokes about how you know, you're know you going into work, you're carrying that Tupperware around and you're just solid with your nutrition yeah. and that keeps you on point. Mm,
0: um, that's it.
1: So.
2: How does it change when you go from days to nights as a paramedic? How does your nutrition change?
0: So really lucky like with my rota, I always always do a run of earlies. So early is, sorry, is a day shift and then, then I have some time off and then I'll be doing a run of nights. So, for example, now last week, my rota that week two of the of the rota was four nights. So, yeah, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. So I would never, nor- not normally unless I kind of end up going in on overtime or some other kind of role going on or job going on, I'll never do a day into a night or a night into a day. Mm-hmm. But how it would normally work, I would normally either probably get up early in the morning, so I'd force myself to get up. I would train first thing. Mm-hmm. And then I would kind of not have any caffeine, stay away from all that coffee that I love, and then make sure then really I kind of have a good session in the morning, I come back home and I go back to bed, try and have another kind of two hours sleep, and then go back to the gym, train again, and then go back into night shifts. And then so hopefully then now really, it's not all about having, it it is having the good about having the sleep in the daytime, it's it's about kind of pushing your body clock for later in the night. Um, so yes, making sure that you kind of flip your body clock and I'm really good at sleeping in the daytime. So I'd do my shift, come home about seven o'clock and I would sleep all day to about kind of like three o'clock and I gain train before night shifts and then go back into, back into work.
1: And you say that, but we know, especially, you know, for those who train, they'll understand that. Doing a morning session and then coming back and going to sleep when you've got all those endorphins flowing and, you're, and you're so pumped up yeah, yeah. it's not oh, an easy thing to do. No. no so no. you really have to just tell yourself, you have to switch off again now, Yeah, get that sleep in, because that's, that's it. what's going to allow you to continue mm-hmm. doing your day as you do.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, really, sometimes that doesn't really happen and, and I don't train in the morning and I end up having, like, I sleep in as long as you can do. And then you get up, and, th- and that's it.
1: Because sleep is key, right? We, th- that's it, uh, yeah. You, you, uh, you open my eyes to the Matthew Walker, um, another podcast. Where Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> where Ma- Matthew Walker was talking about sleep. Yep. And one of the interesting things that I caught from that and from what you told me is sometimes... Training is not going to be good for you if you need that sleep. Mm. So actually, what you said there, having that sleep, not maybe worrying so much about that training in the morning, knowing that you will
0: pick it up another time will allow you to perform at your best. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, So yeah, a bit of a knowledge bomb from that podcast. If you have less than six hours of sleep of the previous nights, you apparently age your testosterone levels by 10 years. And also you drop your fitness level um, or your kind of your anaerobic or aerobic threshold by thirty percent yep by having less sleep so seven to nine hours every night yep do it and seven is the minimum yeah minimum absolute minimum yes Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: being an athlete if you know there's some athletes watching this that nine hour sleep is critical mm. and I found since since listening to that with you that's one of the things I've really that was one of the holes in my game um, being a coach I was finding as well that I was getting up early and then I would coach and then train and then work and then sleep and my sleep was always really broken. Now mm. I'm making sure regardless of what happens, if I do get in late, the TV doesn't go on. You know, I make sure I wind down, I get into bed and I get that sleeping. Yeah. So nutrition wise.
0: Okay. All right. Yes. So,
1: so you've got this busy day at work. Yeah. Um, you have a training schedule. We know you're hot on your training. You make sure you get your sleep in. The food comes in. You said your partner Sam does a lot of your food. What kind of things are you eating? How how do? Because we had a chat earlier, and you said you didn't really uh, do much training today, so you didn't have any carbs in the morning. Yeah, you you took that out. So talk a little bit about that.
0: So um, people might know uh, might know that everything is either uh, with with macros. It's either a fat, protein, or carb. You know, so everything is it fits in one of those or or a couple of them. Yeah. For example. When you have milk, for example, that's really complex because that's got fat in it, it's got protein in mm-hmm. it, and it's got carbs mm-hmm. in it. So that's really when you're kind of weighing out carbs or you're weighing out your macros, milk is just a bit of a, a mind kind of, uh, you know, m- uh, yeah, mess up your head. Hence why <laughs> almond milk in your latte earlier, that, you know, is carb-free. So so you don't carb have to, free, but so you, awful
2: for latte art is that, what we've that learned. That is true. That is true. <laughs> How wasn't that bad. you? Still did a good job of it. Uh, yeah. Still got a little love heart in
0: mind, I'm just saying. Yeah, I
2: don't know what that was about. I took a picture, Thanks thanks
0: to lay But really, it's having um, lean meats, so anything from, anything for, from like for example, minced beef, anything less than 5%, uh, lean cuts of steak, chicken tuna or any kind of fish is our meats. Our kind of like carbs wise, we're talking anything whole grain, um, whole grain bread, pasta. I like to add that I kinda of changed my idea recently that you can have any rice. So it doesn't matter whether it's white rice or brown rice. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter, it matter that's either. come out
2: recently, right? I feel like but that that kind of knowledge is it's the same
0: potato. Yeah. But with sweet potato and white potato, there's more carbs in white potato. Mm-hmm. So for bang for buck you can have a larger portion of sweet potato mm-hmm. than you can with white. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it makes you look, have you got bigger, more food to eat? Um, but then, yeah, with then fats, you know, avocado, olive oil, uh, nuts, peanut butter, um, are the, are the kind of fats really, yeah. So you avoid the crossover foods?
1: as much as possible is what you're saying you so avoid those that blend into all three or more than one category you go for the lean substances it. in your protein yeah um you go for the the, the, the fat predominant foods when you are after a fat and same for the carbs
0: that's it exactly okay. and then no processed foods and then no and no trying away from saying any sugar yep um
2: how rigid are you with that because for a lot of people that sounds like quite an impossible weekly
0: yeah you know, uh, i think you get used occurrence. to um when i see some food uh, or when i'm cooking things now i can like nearly kind of i still weigh my my foods but i can nearly kind of eyeball stuff and i know that's 50 grams of carbs that's mm-hmm. 30 grams of, of, of protein so you kind of get used to it and i think i'll always in a way count macros and wait not really weigh everything but like be aware of what i'm eating um until you kind of get to know what how much carbs and what you kind of like you get to used to it uh but really then with that in mind food timing as you said earlier is quite important so if you're training in the late afternoon um you kind of need to ca- have carbs not in, not in the morning so your breakfast and your first lunch of the day will be no carbs and your pre-training meal will be with with carbs and your after training meal would be with lots of carbs and then before bed some carbs as well um, and then with fats as well. We should have fats away from training, I was going to come on to and that. then fats. sorry lots of fats away from training, then no fats or little fat, half a spoon of the fat around training.
1: Okay, so talk us through that because that's one of the things that I remember we had a conversation about in the gym, and one of the things I changed up, um, not having fats directly after training. For people that are listening to this, why?
0: It's to do with your di- dig- digestion of, of fat and fat absorption. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if you have fats with no carbohydrates as well in the, the mornings, mm-hmm. it kind of really kind of suppresses your appetite as well. Mm-hmm. So, I manage, if I manage to, I find it really hard if I go through the morning with no fats and then with no carbs as yep. well. It kind of having those fats keeps me kind of going as well. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so no fats uh, around training and then, yeah, lots of fats. Around the uh, outskirts, of the yeah. Mm.
1: What sort of what sort of supplements are you taking, uh, if any? Are you are you taking supplements? Is so, there yeah, it's
0: a real like we uh, could chat about supplements, you know, all day really. It, whether really like, you know, people say that you should take some pre-workout, um, you should take the, all these aminos, whether you should take whey or, or carbs or, or be adrenaline, creatine. Mm-hmm. I know, for example, creatine now, creatine is probably one of the most kind of like research supplements there is. Uh, we know for a damn sure that it, it works okay. uh, so creatine definitely yes you mm-hmm. don't you don't really need to lo, lo, do I have any loading phase with creatine so definitely creatine i have whey i have 30 grams of protein from a whey source like after a workout mm-hmm. um uh, and then I would have a carb-based kind of drink during sessions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is following kind of like guidelines from RP Strength, from periodization mm-hmm. Um and they would say it depends on how big of my workout is, whether it's a, a moderate workout, a hard workout, or a lighter day. It depends how much carbs I would have uh, for a workout. So really if it's going to be three supplements or three or four supplements, I would recommend is good black coffee you know caffeine works you know uh creatine uh whey and a a carb so a carb kind of drink so even if it's just a leucosate or leucosate powder um you definitely need something for those longer grinding sessions i think we're very
1: similar on that front maybe mine is more so a lack of knowledge into the supplements but a lot of people always say to me what supplements do you take and i i don't really take any whey protein creatine Mm. And that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, um, I'll have some electrolytes in my water just to help with hydration. But mm-hmm. apart from that, that's it. Everything else I take from from my food substance. And you, you sound quite similar. With exactly. that. Exactly, and that's where it should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. What protein are you taking? I might want to jump on board with yours, bro.
0: Yeah, Am <laughs> <laughs> Sports. Okay, Am uh, Sport Way. Um, that's it. Yeah. it. is Yeah, nice. See you in my social media feeds for for that.
2: And for all the non-athletes in the room, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I like pre-workout. <laughs> and if I'm feeling really enthusiastic, I'll have a protein shake after my workout.
1: There you go. Do you, when, when you Hashtag said, athlete. Mm-hmm. With, with your pre-workout though, are you taking like a supplemented pre-workout, or or like what Mike is
0: saying, coffee pre-workout? It uh, depends of thing. on the time
2: of day. If it's morning, I'll take a caffeine pre-workout. Despite you saying you shouldn't be taking caffeine
0: after two, they reckon. <laughs> yeah, so that's another Matthew Walker kind of yeah. knowledge bomb there. Yeah. Or they say. But it's so hard. It, it is, but they say like um, the how long it affects you know, or it takes um, a caffeine to get out of your system, it can be up to eight hours. So if you have it after two, you it know, you you're to 10 o'clock. And they say it's the same as that you've been, oh, I have loads of caffeine. i have caffeine before bed. It doesn't affect me. It's exactly the same concept as, you know, if you go to the pub and, you know, you don't drink and drive. You know, Hear this first, don't drink and drive. <laughs> but if you feel you have a couple of pints and you feel that you're okay to drive, it's the same thing as you know having caffeine in your system you think that it doesn't affect you but it does but it affect your yeah, yeah, deeper yeah. D- deeper and sleep what's struggles. going on in that sleep yeah that's yeah.
1: so. it
2: mm. yeah and then so i'll take caffeine Then I just i'm i'm a bit of a stickler for finding the cheapest brand at the time
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i
2: use that <laughs>
0: yeah. but ultimately with pre workout it's all about having a big a big hit of caffeine you know for example a Noco um has got 180 milligrams of caffeine in it a nice kind of like ex- double espresso from, you know, your, your chains of coffee. They are probably about 80 or 90 milligrams of caffeine. So that is a big hit of caffeine mm. in a nocco. They are. Um,
2: that's come into my life recently. They're amazing.
0: Yeah. 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 They are good. Yeah. But yeah. Watch the caffeine content. I like touching bases on nutrition with Mike because Mike
1: definitely simplifies things. And I think that's super important. A lot of the time we can get caught up in nutrition on, you know, what we should be eating, what we shouldn't be eating. We know, we know what, there's no such thing as good or bad food, but we know there is healthy food, right. right, and healthy options. So I think it's super important if you are someone that's looking to get into a better nutrition, just look at your healthier food substances, look at maybe not having those blend over of foods that you was talking about, um, trying to go for your lean meats and that sort of thing. And you'll be quite surprised that, for me, I was never that person, when I first started within the sport that was... Interested, and I just had this conversation with you. I was never interested in, you know, counting my macros or anything like that. I just kind of tried to eat healthy. Now, being more competitive, I've thought more about counting the macros. It's not for everyone. I feel um, like that's
2: a natural progression, isn't it? It's you, a you You start getting good. You realise you can go a bit further. And oh, now I need to clean edge. up my, yeah, clean up my acts a bit more. Yeah, it helps me on
0: the. The, the, the extra two percent that you can L- yeah. looking yeah, for 2, that edge, but you know,
1: being healthy is not as hard as people make out. And you'll be surprised how your taste buds will adapt. This definitely happened for me, you know, back in my early CrossFit days when I was doing it, you know, just for fun. Pack of cookies a night. Hell yeah, why not? But then as I got into it, I was no longer interested in that type of food because my taste buds were changing because I was eating better foods and I was realizing the quality within that. So if there is someone that is looking at this and thinking, well, how do I get into eating those foods? Just start eating start, them. There's, start yeah. training, start yeah. eating. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But what about supplements? Because I think it's really easy to be a beginner and go, actually, I kind of know I need to eat clean and I know I need to have chicken and rice and, and like, irrelevant macros. That will help you a lot. Mm-hmm. But supplements is actually a whole new kind of yeah. thing you need to navigate if you don't exactly. So
0: if I was a, a a coach meeting a guy who or a, a woman who is doing CrossFit probably three times a week, doing it for enjoyment, doing it for a little bit of like changing their physique and a little bit of performance, I would just recommend them to have just a protein shake after a workout. Yep. Yeah, a good high quality way. That's all you need. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mm. with you on that one
2: would make a difference it being diet way or normal way
0: Um, so you just need to have a look at the nutrition values at the back of the the label and then you need to look and make sure that the uh, like premium ways or the good ways will have no carbs in them or very little carbs and that's what you need to have so yeah no carbs and then the higher protein contents um, it's like anything know some of the industry is huge, and um, you just want to make business. sure exactly, yeah you business. just want to make sure you have a good quality brand uh, with you know good good nutritional uh,
1: and if content. you had one thing i 'd say touching bases on that from a coach perspective, if you haven't got your eating down. Don't get caught up in supplements. Don't worry about the supplement side of things. Look at your nutrition first. Look at what you're putting in your body and then look for that edge in your supplement because if you're that guy, and and I get this question asked quite a lot. I have people message me on my social media. Um, The first thing they're saying to me is, what supplement do you take? Not how hard do you work and what yeah. food do you eat. It's not yeah. a quick you fix, know? Is and it? it's, it's, it. it's not a fix. There's no supplement in the world which is going to give you... I mean, we talk about competitive edge, but there's no supplement that's going to do that for you. What, it, what will do it for you is sleep, which we touch bases on, how you eat, and then your work ethic. Once you've got that down, if you want to think about pushing further, then start adding those little pieces in like we talk about creatine mm. and the whey protein and that sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs>